0: Okay. All right. Well, welcome to our podcast. Um we Haley and I are figuring out how to talk to each other now since we've had a few episodes with just guests. Now we're um we're bored in our podcast relationship with just each other. So Mm -hmm. we're working it out. We're working it out. We're getting more Um, guests
1: scheduled is what is what we're what we
0: mean. (laughs) We're getting more guests. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) Not soon enough, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Not soon enough. <laughs> Not soon enough. Okay. Today's answer question is a racy topic, aka unpopular opinions that Haley and I are gonna share of our own. Ooh. So yeah, let's let's do if they're short, let's maybe do let's do three each. What do you think? Okay.
1: I definitely know one, and I'm gonna have to like kind of um piggyback on the on the other two after I hear some of yours again Um, okay can
0: you do your one first then
1: sure my first unpopular opinion and this is like kind of a caveat because I've been using the word caveat a lot today but anyways (laughs) um this is a little bit of a caveat because I don't hate everything about it but and I don't hate hate is a strong word I guess but I don't like Disney (laughs) Uh I that's oh, not to say. That's not to say that I don't like all of the movies. There's some movies I do like. Um uh, I just like I don't like the whole thing, you know? Just like the whole like everything about it. It's just like the all the things, you know? Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> okay, I just want to say um dear Disney uh constituents. <laughs> like, mm. Please um ignore Haley and know Mm -hmm. that I love you I do love you yeah um so please do not ban or cancel our podcast because of (laughs) Haley and her we (laughs) We still want your sponsor we still want your sponsor
1: um (laughs) no there are some cool things I think about Disney I I don't hate amusement parks I don't love the Disney (laughs) Disney amusement parks but I know some people I know some people that want to like do engineering at the disney parks i think that is awesome i think that's really cool um and i i love some disney characters uh, but yeah that's all i'm gonna say that's my what's first a disney
0: character like, what's a disney character that you like
1: Oh uh, well so i do like tinkerbell um because she's
0: a tinker
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> and i do like rapunzel because i love i love tangled i love that movie okay hashtag copyright disney um and then (laughs) yeah i think that's pretty much it
0: hashtag throwback to when you and me last summer tried to have um a story a short story club as opposed to a book club Mm -hmm. and we made it about did we even make it past the first meeting where we wanted to read some of those stories, like where they originally came from.
1: Yeah, then, we wanted to read like the the what did we do Cinderella stories and we did Cinderella, we did Little Ma- we did Mermaid, the little
0: mermaid. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Which and I found a good. lot of joy in doing that, and I have been in a Disney musical before, and so have you.
0: And I and I really enjoyed those as well. Um, so yeah, mm, that's true. So for me, I think one of my most heinous unpopular opinions is I, and I don't even want to say the word, but I'll spell it I H A T E, peanut butter. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I don't like the smell. I don't Ooh. like the taste. I don't okay. like the way it looks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my least favorite part about it. <laughs> mm. Yeah peanut butter lost a lot of friends over that one
1: I can't agree with you over that one I, I do enjoy the occasional peanut butter but I like a crunchy peanut butter um so maybe yeah, that's this a conversation
0: bit is making me nauseous I'm so sorry next <laughs> next next
1: one next one
0: <laughs> do you do you want to go next or
1: so I'm trying to think of another one another of my unpopular opinions you 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 offer a few other ones of you if yours up
0: I don't like reality TV. Oh, interesting. At all. Mhm. I don't okay. like Yeah, like a like a follows people's lives mm. in terms of like celebrities. I don't like um like blind dating type things or like let me come over and clean your house type things <laughs> or oh, cooking yeah. shows. I, Huh? Cooking, what about shows? cooking shows no, I don't like mm, any of them yeah, I love those. I love those. I don't know why it was not always that way, but now i I don't like any of them <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me think of something I like that nobody likes school
1: <laughs> I do Get I,
0: behind I, these, Satan <laughs>
1: <laughs> i do I do like school. Um, which is sometimes an unpopular opinion.
0: Mm. Oh, I guess that's true. It doesn't have to be things. Unpopular opinions doesn't have to be things that we hate.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to think of, like the other way around.
0: Ooh, uh, I have one. I have ooh, one. What? I like snoring. I like when, like, hearing Whoa. people snore. Yeah, like doesn't bother me, and if anything, yeah, actually, there's like a little, little bit of a story behind it. But for I, it can be for another podcast. But snoring,
1: interesting. That's a weird mm-hmm. one. I like. It, I know. Ooh, I think I, have got one. Um, I don't actually. I think this, this is a similar and popular opinion of both of us, is that we don't like loud things, like loud music. You know, like a lot of people. Like, to jam out really, like, to really loud music in their car. I hate that. Anything loud, it, like, makes my skin crawl.
0: Ooh. I think I can agree with that most of the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course, there's a few caveats to that one as well. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, like, if Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus comes on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But... And I don't know if that's necessarily an opinion or maybe just like my brain.
0: But well, I mean, your brain makes opinions. So true.
1: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I think that's that kind of wraps up at least what I can think about for unpopular opinions. Did you have any other ones, Sarah?
0: Hmm. I I have a lot of them. I feel like I'm a strange human being. Well, keep going um... until you get sick of talking about this banter question. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, but um yeah if i can't think of any within the next 10 seconds then let's move on and if you can't think of any within the next 10 seconds then okay. let's move on All right. okay well that was fun <laughs> hopefully <laughs> people can uh just think that we're still great and kind and loving people even though <laughs> we are strange and have unpopular opinions
1: full of hatred you know what would be <laughs> fun is for our listeners, if people are listening to our podcast, they should they should text in to our um, our Instagram page or our Facebook page their unpopular opinions or <gasps> or other things that we 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 mention, other banter questions we mention on the podcast. Definitely mess message those in. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: I would think that would be really fun, Haley do. You go. No, you go. Okay, I'm Haley. And I'm Syrah. We love learning. We love discovering. And we love talking. Are we experts on literally everything? Absolutely not. But how will we learn if we never start the conversation? So we hope you'll join us for this literal journey.
1: All right, Saira. So before I get into this episode, I do want to shout out my wonderful boyfriend, Jesus. He definitely helped me a lot with this podcast episode, um, giving me a little bit of feedback um, because he is very knowledgeable in this topic as well. We have taken a class together in it. And so here I go, Saira. I am going to attempt to talk to you today about a very interesting but sort of complicated topic. I'm no means an expert at this, but it has been one of my favorite classes at school. And so I'm going to do my best to show you why this science is interesting, how it works, and what it is used for. So today today we're going to talk about thermodynamics. <laughs> Woo! Syra, do you know anything on the topic of thermodynamics?
0: Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to. My first instinct is to say no, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try to guess. I was hoping you thermo- would do that. Okay. Thermodynamics. Well, so thermo is like heat and temperature. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. And exactly. then dynamics is not static, it's moving. Mm-hmm. So change in temperature or just behavior of temperature and heat. Yeah. So you got it. So thermodynamics is how heat moves plain and simple. Oh, my literal goal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thermo. Yeah. Relating to heat and dynamics, how, how something moves. So thermodynamics is how heat moves. And so I'm going to give kind of like a small, uh, example to show the overarching idea of, of how we want to look at heat moving. So he always transfers from a warm body to a cold body. Mm. And that principle will carry on for the, for the rest of this episode. So it can kind of be confusing because like you've probably said like, oh, I got cold. Like, oh, I'm, I am cold. I got cold, Mm -hmm. but cold, cold isn't really something we get. You can't transfer the idea of cold from one body to another. Okay. being cold is only the lack of heat. Okay. And so, yeah, so cold is what we feel and what we call that is the lack of heat. And so to understand this, um, say you're putting, say you put your morning coffee or tea is in my case, I don't really like coffee. Oh, unpopular, unpopular opinion. opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I don't>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny. Anyways, I put my hot tea in a room temperature room, or we could even look at is that we put really hot tea in a freezer, something like that. Mm-hmm. So when the cup starts to cool down in our heads, we want to say like, Oh, the freezer's making the tea cold. Right. But it's really that the tea and the room are trying to balance themselves out and since heat only transfers to hot, from hot to cold, warm body to cold body, that the heat from the tea is actually creating, it's actually making the room itself a little bit, a little bit equaling out. Like it's a little bit
0: less cold. Does that make okay. sense? I think so. Yeah. So I don't want to jump too far ahead, but can I ask you something maybe? That's, yeah, sure. Sure. Is this kind of the same principle? I don't know if this is the same or if it's just related, but is this the same as like when we think about humidity in the air? Like the air mm. is... Oh, I was just learning about this. When was I learning about this? Oh, compressors. When I was learning about compressors. And I want to say dew point in compressors is when... Oh gosh, I can't remember all the terminology now, but it's when the air is so full, it's like at max humidity, Mm -hmm. so it can't hold any more moisture, so then, oh, I don't know, but I guess what I'm trying to relate it to is like, in your situation, the air is trying to pull the heat out of whatever it is that's warmer than the air temperature,
1: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yes, I just want to I just want to like understand the the differences between hot and cold. So I think that's like one application of how like hot, like heat moves.
0: Okay. Sorry. Um, sorry.
1: No, but but that's like really in- I think that's also really insightful. Um yeah, I, ju- I just want to like create a basis for thermo. This it took me a while to like wrap my head around how that works. Okay. Um Just because, like, I don't know, I just didn't think that since we have hot and we have cold, I just thought, like, I don't know. I just thought, like, if I put my hand in a bucket of ice, that, like, the cold is somehow transferring to my hand. But my hand itself is actually transferring heat out to the ice, melting the ice. That's what's happening.
0: Right. I get what you're saying.
1: Exactly. So, so I wanted to use like a small cup that's really hot in a big room to show that, like, even at a minuscule scale that, that, um, heat transfers out still. Okay. Yeah. So that was my mini example just to, just to get us rolling. Um, mm-hmm. and now I want to go into my next segment, um, that I would like to call uh, term spitting time. <laughs> what fitting time sorry term term spitting we're spitting (laughs) terms (laughs) oh my gosh i love it okay so there are four laws of thermodynamics but i'm only going to talk about two of them because the other two are they're a little bit more in depth and um the first and the second laws are pretty insightful and give a lot of information okay So the first law of thermodynamics, and I'm going to quote this, it says the first law states that the total increase in the energy of a system is equal to the increase in thermal energy plus the work done on the system. So I know that's a lot of words, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it basically states that heat is a form of energy and it's subject to the principle of conservation. So, do you know like the law of conservation of energy?
0: Oh my gosh. We actually talked about this briefly during resonant frequencies and I don't even remember.
1: Oh. I, I was just getting at like the, you know, nothing can be created or destroyed. That kind of oh, sense. Oh, yep.
0: yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we can think about this as energy going into a system must equal energy coming out of a system. Mm-hmm. But- you know, like you know, system, not all s- systems are perfect. Systems aren't perfect. They're always losing energy due to work. And we can call this efficiency. So you're probably familiar with like a system having a certain amount of efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to give the equation that represents this as well. And that's change in U equals Q minus W. So change in U is the internal energy. Q is heat transferred from one body to another, and W is the work done by the system. So Syra, how do you heat your house in the winter?
0: Um, with an electric blanket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, we use the pellet stove.
1: Okay, and how how did that work? How did you how does a pellet stove work? Ooh,
0: okay, so I think a pellet stove works by you put the pellets in the auger <laughs> turns the pellets into the oven part of it and then you have already made a fire at this point so then you're burning the pellets and then there's a motor that turns a fan to keep that air uh just the fire you know firing and um and then it burns the pellets for heat and then there's some kind of a sensor I'm assuming okay. for when the pellets get to a certain level and then it gives you more pellets and then you repeat. Nice.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a really good example of thermodynamics. Okay. So basically, you're trying to change there there's a change in heat of your house and that is equal to the heat transferred to your from your pellet stove to your house and minus the work done by the pellet stove itself. So I'm going to, I'm going to do another example though, that I think might help make a little bit more sense because, you know, you talked about having fans and, um, different other working components within your pellet stove, uh, that would make a calculation and thermodynamics a little bit more complicated. Okay. So let's talk about me and you, our favorite topic, and maybe this is Another unpopular opinion: <gasps> working out.
0: Ooh, I I think most people do not like to exercise. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that's a pretty popular opinion, <laughs> whether people admit it or
1: not. You make a good point. But, anyways, we love talking about working out, so I'm going to bring it up again. We're going to talk about
0: it. Okay.
1: Okay. So, in order to work out, you need energy, and you also need energy to burn fat. And so we're going to look at the calorie because usually when you work out, you want to lose calories. Mm -hmm. So in scientific terms, a calorie is the energy you need to raise the temperature of one gram of water to one degree Celsius. Okay. Which is like kind of confusing almost. Um, so now that we know calories are a form of energy, We know that in order to lose weight, you need to work out, obviously. And so if we go back to the equation that I brought up, changing U equals Q minus W. Changing U, the internal energy, is the energy in your body. And if you want to lose weight, you need to work out, which is the W. So you do work. So you're subtracting the work done. And the heat transferred to the system is Q or the amount of calories you intake. So if you want to lose weight, the change in you, the change in energy, the change in weight, you have to, uh, you have to work out m- more calories than you intake. Does oh, that make yep. sense? Yeah, it does. So, yeah. So I'm just trying to in simple terms, again, complicated topic. I hope I am explaining it well enough that you're intrigued to go look at more professional YouTube videos (laughs) that explain it better. I will be linking some different crash courses and some other fun things. Um, How could
0: you literally not be more clear?
1: How could I literally not be more clear? All right. So yeah. So just to reiterate, we have a change in the system, the change in our, our weight, the change in heat, you know, equal to basically what you put in and what you get out. So that's basically what a thermodynamics equation is. And we can express this with heat, which is really cool. It's really cool to understand how how heat transfers. And I'm not going to even talk a, a lot about it because heat transfer specifically is a whole another whole other class um, that I did worse in. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> So yeah, so we're going to move right along with my with the second law of thermodynamics. So we just talked about the first law of thermodynamics, which was um, the law of conservation of energy; nothing can be created or destroyed. And okay. now we're going to talk about the second law. The second law basically states: this isn't going to make any sense yet, but it states that entropy always increases. Okay. So what the heck is entropy? <laughs> <laughs> well, entropy also another term that's really confusing to understand, Uh, because because it has a few different definitions. But entropy is defined, quote, as a measure of the disorder or randomness in a closed system. And this always increases. So disorder and randomness always increase. In simple terms, we can look at entropy, entropy, As an arrow of time, forward is the direction of increasing entropy. Now, to make even more sense of that, because even that was confusing. Syrah, have you ever taken a video and played it backwards and it looked super weird? Yeah. Uh, Do you have like an example? My first example was like, oh, if you crack an egg... I take a video of a cracking an egg and then you played it backwards you'd be like what
0: <laughs> um i feel like i've seen quite a few tiktoks do this where mm-hmm. people like yeah i think oh, i'm trying to think of a specific one that i've seen or like maybe in a music video or something sure do, do you want me to try to think of one or do you want to? no you don't oh. have to okay yeah go
1: Just ahead picking your brain um but, so, when we play this video backwards, it doesn't make sense because of the second law. Since the second law says that entropy always increases, we're always getting more disorder. Then, things like that can't happen in real life. You
0: you can't uncrack an egg. Is this like when, like how we are supposed to understand that the universe is always like moving away from itself, like moving apart. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because he's and
1: I talk about that all the time. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. We've actually had, um, not disagreements. We we've had times where we tried to explain entropy to make it make sense. And exactly. I always bring up that fact that the universe universe is expanding. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is because of entropy, entropy, I'm pretty sure it's because of entropy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I want to tie this back into heat. I might be going a little bit out of line here, but since heat is pretty much just like particles mm-hmm. and particles. Ex- so, so from uh from a solid ice cube to vapor water, those particles within water are, like not moving and they're very close together in a solid ice cube, but then they expand when they heat up mm-hmm. to create that vapor. And it's like all of this randomness uh, and, and it, it expands. And I think that kind of makes sense with entropy being a measure of randomness
0: and disorder. It's interesting that you bring up the whole um, unscrambling an egg or uncracking an egg thing, though, because I just watched a TED Talks on how to unboil an egg, and it was really fascinating. I think we're going to have to link this one, too. I know, sure, because not to, like, go against laws of physics or anything, but (laughs) (laughs) they figured out... A theoretical way, and I'm not sure. I can't remember. It was. It's been a while now since I've seen the video, but they figured out at least a theoretical way to unboil an egg because since you um, you heat up, you you boil an egg with a certain kind of heat versus mm-hmm. like if you crack an egg and you put it on an open frying pan and it's actually changing state. Apparently, when you un- when you boil an egg it doesn't the the process of a changing state is different it's a little less permanent i guess and so you technically can unboil an egg Sorry, Is that crazy? you
1: broke my entire podcast episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> take that laws of thermodynamics <laughs> or whatever
1: <laughs> no that's really interesting though i would love to i would love to uh to add that to our our video list on youtube uh, yeah,
0: I, I totally think we should. I'm going to I'm going to put it in our chat really quickly so we don't great. forget.
1: Wow. So, yeah, I mean, some some applications, of course, are are reversible. I wonder this is kind of getting into. I don't know if you ever had a physics class where you had to look at physical and chemical reactions because physical reactions can be reversed and chemical reactions cannot. So I mm. wonder if this egg bridges the line between those in, those reactions
0: Oh, and then even when we were talking about thermoplastics versus thermosets, oh. I, I, some of them are reversible and some of them aren't, right? So maybe there's yeah. some weird line there, too. Wow, well, everything connects, doesn't it? I just... <laughs> I love that. I feel like every podcast thing we've talked about, too, like there's been... First of all, I just... so much props to TED Talks because I feel like every time <laughs> we talk about something, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw TED Talks about that, so... <laughs> For them for teaching me things <laughs> yeah
1: i need to watch more of them all right so there's one last thing i wanted to well a few last things but one main topic that i wanted to talk about that relates to thermo uh because it's pretty important and you might have learned about it through like a basic chemistry class but that's the equation of pv equals mrt have you heard of that okay. sarah
0: uh, probably three years ago when I was in physics. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's okay. So that that equation is pressure times volume equals the amount of moles, which is like an amount of measurement times a constant times temperature. So it's basically it's a basically a, an equation to represent the relationship between pressure, temperature, and volume. Okay. And so this has a lot to do with thermodynamics. Um because heat and energy can be re- can be related in a combination of all three of these. I mean, obviously temperature, but volume and pressure comes into play just as much. So, actually, in our, I'm going to bring up uh, an example from my actual thermodynamics class. Uh, My professor showed us a really cool experiment using this equation. So usually we think of temperature being the only thing that can create fire um, or or create a spark. However, since pressure is related to temperature and volume, he took this. He had like a a small tube like device and he put a small like fire starter in the bottom of the tube and it had Mm -hmm. this like push down almost like syringe-like part of it on the top.
0: Oh, a, yep.
1: yeah. So when he, so he turned the lights off and he pressed this syringe-like part down really fast and so that it would create a really high pressure in a very, very small volume. And we saw spark and it was crazy.
0: <laughs> cool. How yeah. big was like the whole device? Was it pretty big or? It, no, it was very small. I think. I think because of
1: pressure and, and volume uh doing it too big might cause like more problems mm-hmm. um so it, it was That's a pretty cool. pretty small yeah yes, yeah, smaller control so it was pretty small but it was really cool it was a, it was a really good example of this equation in thermodynamics mm-hmm. and i have another example for you sarah do you know what a hand boiler is
0: hand boiler yeah hand boiler oh, it, no is it something like with a crank or a gear or something no it's actually a glass children's toy oh so the word boiler
1: and hand boiler is actually it, it it doesn't actually boil it's just kind of an illusion that it boils. Okay. so it's it's a it's a small glass tube um that kind of twists around and it's got like two glass spheres at each end
0: oh yeah i'm looking it up right now
1: yeah and so so the 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 middle section kind of reminds me of like curly straws like a curly straw mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's all interconnected So the spheres through the the middle curly part to the other sphere uh everything is connected and so if you turn if you turn the toy on its side and so you're holding one sphere while the other sphere is is higher up on your hand
0: Mm -hmm.
1: then it takes the warmth from your hand and heats up a gas that is like about the same temperature as your hand or like whatever that gas needs to expand it Uh uh the gas will then expand because of the heat from your hand and the, there's liquid inside as well. And the, the gas expands so much that it pushes the liquid through the, through the little curly tubes and up to the top sphere. And mm-hmm. then it actually pushes air bubbles through, through the liquid as well, giving it the illusion that it boils.
0: Wow. This is pretty neat. It looks like yeah. a, like a crazy hourglass. Maybe we should become yeah. hand boilers after we die, Haley. <laughs> we should definitely do that.
1: Um, but yeah, so this is another example of thermodynamic thermodynamics and the PV equals mRT equation um, because it's using temperature, it's using a certain volume, and the the gas expanding creates pressure as well, uh, giving for to give it the illusion of boiling. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah, that that's pretty much it. If you think this topic is interesting, thermodynamics is involved in so many things. Uh, we talked about heating houses, but there's everything from heat pumps to turbines, to refrigeration, to engines, to so many things you could think of that relate to heat and how heat changes and moves. Um, plus, this is an, only an intro in thermodynamics, like I said, Um, heat transfer is a whole other thing. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I definitely like thermodynamics. Uh, It was really interesting for me. And I definitely encourage people to go learn more about it. I'm going to link this other video that I found called uh, that they did a glow stick experiment where they put Mm -hmm. glow sticks in hot water and, um, and in the freezer. And then they looked at how, how that liquid changed with relation to heat. And then, of course, I'm going to upload some other links uh, that I used as well to learn about thermodynamics and all of wow, its laws.
0: I am sorry. I'm still looking at the hand boiler video. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so cool. The the liquid and I'm assuming the gas, too, mm-hmm. they stay in that top sphere until you touch the top sphere and then it returns to the bottom
1: yeah isn't that cool too so yeah it's yeah. pushing that heat i actually bought jesus jesus one of these um for his birthday we had just finished oh, our our so class our thermodynamics class at school
0: and yeah so i bought him one
1: so are you intrigued to learn more about thermodynamics sir? <laughs>
0: I I definitely am Haley. I I would love to hear yeah. part two. I would love to hear part two. Oh, part two.
1: Heat <laughs> tra- <you> transfer. <laughs> get into some uh, fluid dynamics as well. Oh, it'll be a.
0: You can do it. I think you could do it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll feature Jesus. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. For sure.
1: I bet he would like love to talk about it. Maybe he seems more intrigued by like space, but you never know. <laughs>
0: Well, we could throw that entropy in there and then you're right. You got you're both. Right. You got it. You got it. Well, thanks everyone for coming. Haley, that was very, very interesting. I am definitely uh, looking forward to a part two on that short and sweet. I feel like I definitely learned some stuff today, and that hand boiler is definitely worth checking out. And <laughs> we have a lot of links uh, to show you, so we will put those into the literally actually links. Page, and that will include all of the sources that Haley spoke about, and all of the references that she would like to refer you to, and my unboil an egg video, and maybe even videos about hand boilers. Haley. Yeah, I think I think we should definitely include some of those. Awesome.
1: Um, well,
0: yeah. Thanks for coming, and Haley, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, just
1: uh, get excited. We have a huge lineup of guests coming soon, so definitely get excited for those. Um, after this episode is posted, um, the following weekend we will have a guest, and the weekend after that, and hopefully the weekend after that, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and spoiler alert, we're gonna have our first international guest. I mean, Ooh. other than me, but I'm not our guest, and I am. Do I even count anymore as being international
1: we, we will not. be podcasting overseas <laughs> yeah there we go we'll have our first overseas guest yes very excited so yes thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time good literally bye literally bye